to the Wafty Show. Welcome. I'm Steven. I'm Aaron. And I'm John. And joining us this week we have Sherry Geis. The wonderful Sherry. Hello. And then as always, behind the bar we've got our friend Colby from Colby! Corporate Pours here. Welcome Sherry. Sherry. How are you? I am lovely. How are you? We're doing fine. We are. We're already <laughs> sipping some very tasty drinks. He said that he's the, the most relaxed that he's ever been right now. He's made us a lovely beverage. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, past October 1st. I finally can go get some cold beer. That's right. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so if you're tuning in from out of state, you may not know that Oklahoma has finally started to come out of prohibition. A little gonna, bit more. I thought you were going to say the closet, but Just yeah. We're like the Winnie the no, Pooh of prohibition. <laughs> we're always halfway in, halfway out. We're not ready to come out of the closet yet. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we can buy low point beer is a thing of the past, effectively. Yeah. Um, we actually have like 30 cases of it still. Was that that PBR I saw in the yeah, hallway? so <laughs> stay tuned this week at Tower, beer specials. Um, uh, and that's another big thing. Colby actually educated me on this. The big difference is besides buying like refrigerated beer and beer and wine in grocery stores, it changes mostly for the service aspect of it. Like we can now do specials. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, actually, I have a small surprise for you. I'm sorry Chris wasn't Ooh, here, because yeah. actually for both of you guys. I, one... Sorry for him, he's in Hawaii. Yeah, Chris yeah. is in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. He's on his honeymoon. He's on his honeymoon. But celebration of liquor laws, I hound you all a lot. In fact, I was just hounding you moments ago off camera about not having a logo. And I was searching the internet for inspiration for you. And I came across something that I thought was fantastic, so I had to buy it for you. I'm very excited for this you to so have this. Cool. So you bought it off the I almost spilled, I almost spilled off the, the internet beans and already got it for you. <laughs> Isn't it beautiful? Oh my god, look at that. So I'm going to disconnect for a second here. What? From Wafty Show yeah. to a Clockwork Is that not cool? Oh my gosh. Your yeah. first set piece. Let's show it to the, the camera. <laughs> this, uh, this is a super cool piece, though. So the middle of it looks like it's a, like a like a spoon, whether it be an absent spoon. Hold or it up to the camera there, to, to the corner that way towards oh, the I door. Love, man, I mean, you have no idea how cool this is, and it ties in with a lot of things that we have in store coming up <laughs> here as well. Well, and I thought uh, it's a little overblown there, but uh, I, I thought it's inspiration for your logo. Like I just didn't let them right. go yet. Gotta you keep gotta it. Gotta it keep it in that back <laughs> let pocket. Let it simmer a little bit more. Yeah. Well, John, you want to? answer your question that's good week. yeah what do we got here so last week's question the wizard merlin is credited with building what current unesco world heritage site that is comically recreated in the 1984 mockumentary this is spinal tap sure you, you know the answer the wizard merlin because i wasn't here last week so maybe i can try to answer it I mean, Stonehenge. There it is. Stonehenge. Oh. So one of the interesting things I found out about in the website IMDb, you know, you can go in and rate movies, you know, one to ten stars, except for Spinal Tap, you can, you can actually rate Spinal Tap 11 stars, <laughs> so you can turn it up to 11. Did, did you know that Spinal Tap is my favorite movie? Is, is it really? really? The trouble is this is in danger of being crushed by a dwarf. <laughs> yes. Like, that's so, a lie. We should have gotten a picture of it, but yeah, that's comically recreated when it comes down on stage. Stonehenge actually is very tiny on their sets. Yeah. yeah. Cheers to that. Well I done. I know that Stonehenge is your favorite movie. Cheers. Cheers. It's just so classic. No. And they pick a nonprofit, and it's all bartenders and restaurant industry people who get together and they raise money for this nonprofit. So the nonprofit 
that they raise money towards, I believe, is the Neighborhood Alliance, but specifically the project that the money is going towards is the uh, 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 the Urban Beats, which is the garden in Midtown, and they're cool. moving that garden from Midtown to uh, Film Row. So all these bartenders from around town, Pump was there, Clockwork Poor was there, uh, uh, Orange Aids was represented, everybody from around town got together. And it's not a competition. We collectively just did this together to raise money nice. for this garden. So I created, I had the Oklahoma Bar, which was sponsored by Clockwork Poor and Prairie Wolf. And we did three, uh, we did three cocktails, but we got two of them here that I brought with you uh, for us today. So we started with the Henna Frappe. So the henna frappe is going to be matcha and henna infused prairie wolf vodka, a little bit of simple syrup, windship, lime bitters, canvas next to our bar. And then there was paints that were made with the same ingredients that we made the cocktails with that you could then that's paint. That's amazing. So, oh, I wish collectively, we could have done that. so collectively everybody made yeah, that painting cool. that came in through our bar. So that's not just one artist. We like to call that the artist is you. With the similar ingredients as the cocktail. Right, so we That's have the, the matcha henna, and then the next one we'll get to later in the show will be the Malabar Daisy, mm. and I'll make that, and that's a that's a really fun one that comes out purple. Oh, so your purple a little, drink. A little purple drink. Right, so it is going to be a purple drink. <laughs> <laughs> so that was what Clockwork did this weekend. Excellent, well done. Yeah, that's, yeah, awesome. that's a tasty drink, and man. And RP on the Glass is a great foundation. They're coming back again next year, too. Uh, they like, cool to have you on board. I pulled that up, but my slides are out of order. <laughs> <laughs> you you jumped into that part as opposed to the the, the business part. Well, we I mean it's all the same. It's all the same thing. Place I, yeah. I promise it all comes from right up in here. But yeah, so yeah, big bravely. That is who I am. I'm a life coach, and um, <laughs> I've, I've I've coached several people <laughs> on the sofa. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess it works for me. Yeah. I guess I'm the. Yeah, you're the odd man out. Yeah. You're the odd man out. Right, get, the crosshairs are on you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I've been a coach here in the city for three or four years, and I do consulting work too, and I lead groups, and um, I did a live, I did a live, uh, a big really live from the sofa earlier today where I talked about space, um, like personal it, space, it, or. Yeah, outer but space. no. Outer space. Inner Not space. Inner space. Okay. Maybe. Well, how about this? Since, since space, maybe. Since I'm the the odd man out here on the couch, and yeah. I've never had counseling done with you like these two have. What what would you Don't offer you, me? Yeah. What what could you do for me personally? If I were to ask for your services, what would happen? Well, I mean, I would I would want to know like what's bothering you. Like if you could have okay. your life look however you wanted to look, how would it? Mm. Um, that I had interacted with people in a positive way, had helped people. Um, I don't know, something that's not sitting in a cubicle and staring at a computer screen totally. by myself for eight hours a day. So why don't you have that in your life right now? That's a really good question. <laughs> an, an honest answer? That's an honest what? answer? Fear. That's fear. how she gets you. Is that how, is that, is that how you, this man. happens? You just yeah, fear. pull it out. Fear. Yeah, because it's it's the gets the, the golden handcuffs theory. Oh, eh? I've had them. I've got a great job with great benefits, and if I uh, if if I sit in this chair for eight hours a day every day for the next thirty years, well, I'll be really good in retirement. <laughs> right, if you get there. 
I, well, I, I remember. Why am I going to die? Well, because people die. Yeah. You know, yeah. Or, 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 or things shift. Or you give your loyalty to an organization that will replace you in two but weeks. Do they, have, if, do they have my loyalty? I mean, is that what that is? Is that like, have they bought it? Well, I mean, they're, you may be, they're, they're, you're loyal to the cash or the you're benefits or the security or the predictability or like that kind of stuff. And it's, it's not the predictability. It's certainly not that. <laughs> I think it's the thing I hate about it the most. Uh-huh. Um, I guess the security. So what kind of art to also share the burden of my income? Like, you you kind of like let that pay for the other thing so that the pressure is off of, you know, the thing that you're bringing into the world, the, the creation, the new stuff. And so my other question for you might be, where could you have more purpose and where could you have more joy and meaningfulness in your life? Like. If work doesn't do it, what does do it? When do you feel most you? That's a really good question. Um, and this isn't this isn't where I would want it to be. <laughs> like I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm like I'm a spy. You, you, <laughs> you, you asked for it. Okay, I did. I did ask for it. it, it this, I'm going to use this as an example. Uh -huh. um, I'm not saying this is what I would want to do, but. Um, I had a job one time where, where I would have to I would have to train people. So I had like a, a classroom of folk in front of a you know computer with a, 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 a database that I had worked on, and then I'm training them to use something that I created. Um, so that that was awesome. Like I stood up in front of a class of people, trained them on something that I did, um, and that was going to be useful in their everyday. What would so, it look like to have that be more profound in your you life? You know, I you did. I did try to do something. I, I started a business. I called it iGarden OKC, mm -hmm. um, yeah. but it, it never really took off. There was other yeah, things going. About that. Well, yeah. So when he would, when he would build those boxes, the people he would build them for for the growing season would post pictures of, hey, John, yeah. every time they posted a picture of their garden, they would tag John. Hey, look what we're growing. And then they would eat what he helped them. Yeah, harvesting the food from the garden, you know. And it was also, it would teach them about gardening, you know, they would help build it. And Man, so. You gotta, you gotta hook up with this uh, Urban Beats. That's exactly what they plan on doing on Film Rub. Who, who runs Urban Beats? Uh, her name is Mary. I can get you the contact. I don't remember okay. her last name. But uh, she, that's that's her plan. Her plan is bringing is bringing. Uh, it's a sustainable garden, and the one right now is a bee pollinator, as well as a nice. monarch butterfly sanctuary. Nice. And they have one of those over six twelve. Uh, a, a monarch mm -hmm. sanctuary. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Which we can't live without either of those. So, right. I mean, so I mean, I mean, if you want to get with the gardens, man, she's she's moving it, and that's her that's her end all goal is to be putting on classrooms for sustainable gardening. Okay. I'm already feeling better now. <laughs> Impacts me to this day. Well, and, and that's uh, that's what I tell a lot of the potential clients that I talk to when they're making that decision on whether or not to do it. I'm like, this is this is an investment in a long-term sort of situation. It it may look like a, a, a cost, but it's actually more like, I, I make the comparison of like, you can have contracted landscaping for your home or you can do foundation repair. And both are great for curb appeal. They'll help you sell your house, but one prevents future mm -hmm. issues. Mm -hmm. And I think that whenever it could be coaching, it could be any other kind of emotional support, um, therapy, mentoring, pastoral care, whatever. Whenever you can invest in your health and well-being, things will be better because you get to know yourself on a deeper level. And whenever you get to know yourself on a deeper level and connect to who you are then you get to have more agency 
in your life. You get to be in choice with, and by agency, I mean like you get to be the boss of you. I, I, was, I like that phrase more agency. Yeah, you, you get to be the author of your life instead of an actor. And this can be negative stuff, it can be positive stuff, but there are things that we need to deal with. And that, that stuff can trigger our stress response system. Which would be this. <laughs> it, it can be. Um, they're definitely like, like positive and not as useful ways to respond to stress. But sure. um, I think everybody has a different capacity for what they can handle stress-wise. And I, part of the foundational work that I do with people is help them big, build a bigger capacity. And I just call that space. I, I call it oh. it's inner space. It can it can be your external environment also, but whenever you can build a larger capacity, where you can build more space in yourself to handle things, then things don't overwhelm you as often. Like you can handle a little more stuff without losing your, do we, we do Losing we your shit. Okay, yeah, before you <laughs> lose your shit. That's a way of staying in control. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. well, I, you know, I don't love control. Okay. Um, because, Control is an illusion. Like there's not a lot of control. You know, when you when you spend your life trying to manage the chaos, you don't often just get to have peace. You are like spinning the plates all the time when you're trying to control the chaos. When you can kind of hold back and go, I can handle whatever happens to me. Like that's the control. That's the ultimate okay. control because you don't get taken down by detail. You have a bigger view of Las, Las Vegas to find my own West space. of Las Vegas, New Mexico. West of Las Vegas, New Mexico. No, an area called El Porvenir. And during the coaching sessions that I had with you, one of the things that I frequently talked about with you was my desire to be a writer. Yeah, like, how totally. Do I do that? How do I get to that point? And I've tried to surround myself with people who love to write, like our friend Matt Miller is here. He's here. And this place is kind of off the grid. It has a telephone line. Um, television got installed while I was there, oddly enough. <laughs> um, but uh, there was no internet, so there were uh, no distractions. Uh, so you've got your um, your notes up here, like how we write the scripts. For, it, that, that is the same exact pad that we use to write all the notes on for our forty-eight-hour films. But I, I shut myself in this space and forced myself to start writing to finally take all those things I'd been internalizing about what you had gotten me to talk about, and I did it. I spent seven days in that room and produced the first 25 pages of the first script that I've ever written. So I finally had success. Holla! And I would say that you were a Cheers. big part of that. So, so it works. How, how long since your last session to manifest this? <laughs> yeah, right, there's a lot of time. I was gonna say, what, what, what has it been, two years? Maybe three years? Three, probably. Yeah, it took my, me that, it my took my me that long to get my- My rates are, are better now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're shit out into the world because you get to what Anne Lamont calls the shitty first draft. Anne Lamont, I had a book from her. First draft. Yeah. No, I mean that's in one of the early things you said to me in one of the sessions because I am admittedly still active in Sherry's guidance um, as of today, even uh, <laughs> that phrase "imperfect action" always stuck with me because I'm very much that person who's like, no, 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 I can't do it until I, uh, and it's like, no, just. just can go and do it and and it's weird because there's some things in my life that it is that way like I'm that person who's also like yeah let's just do it and see how it fails and that's how we'll learn to do it better the next time um, but for some reason on some certain things like it gets when it gets real big and real scary is when all of that kind of comes rushing in 
when you're vulnerable. Yeah. Well, and even on something like, I mean, writing a screenplay or something like that, but like for me, there was uh, the moment, like, you were one of the pers- people I leaned into heavily when Tower was a thing and I was starting to make these thoughts and decisions about how do I go after this and the idea of taking on something that grand was mm-hmm. beyond anything that I had ever really tried to do before. But then at the same time, the more I thought I had got out of my own damn way, as you put it, <laughs> the more I realized, like, no, actually, it is a culmination of all the things I've already done in my life. It just fits together in a different way. <clears throat> and it takes, sometimes just takes somebody else saying, like you, like what you were doing to John right at the beginning, like, well, why aren't you doing that? <laughs> right. <laughs> we we need permission slips sometimes. Like we need, you know, it's huh. it's like this little kidness that's in us that we like need a little voice. It's like, you know, you can do that, or like <laughs> maybe you should just try. Like yeah. you know, just to, to just to go do it. And I've been stuck before. I just broke through a three or four year long writer's block situation that was gnarly and terrible, but. Once you get it going, and this is an Anne Lamont thing, once you get that shitty first draft out of the way, then you can begin to iterate on whatever it is you're up to. Like, if you left this this whole tower thing on the whiteboard, it'd still be on, I mean, like, yeah. all of this stuff would not be happening, but so much of what's happened here needed to be in action for you to see it and go, oh, that's how that needs to happen. Right. You can't, there's so much that can't be done on a whiteboard. I it like has to be iter- done in action. Iterations. You know, you can have lots of moments where you start and fail at something. You know, like, say people go on a diet mm-hmm. and then they fully me and my thing and my risk of leasing and commercial property and all of this scary, scary and it words. It was so amorphous. That was so, like, this was a raw space. It could be yeah. anything, it could go any direction. And, and, I was talking to a client earlier today about building a capacity for uncertainty. Like that's a superpower. If you can just handle whatever comes rather than having to control the outcome or having to control how you show up to a situation, there's a lot of fear in the if this then that. If I could just lose 20 pounds, then I could fall in love. Right. Like those things are not you terribly related. You on yourself for happiness. Right. If you don't achieve them, you feel like a failure. But the, the only failure is like the not trying, yeah. and, or they're not learning from the thing that doesn't go well. Like failure, it's hard for me to like really. The only big fail is like if you don't learn from the thing that didn't work. There's no failure. It's just data. You're just like you're, <laughs> well, you've got data. information yeah. so that you can make something new or better or different the next time. It's it's just information. Saying just data uh, has a comfort to it. Yeah. It kind of does. It's like a blanket. It's like a blanket. Malabar Daisy. Um, What's a Malabar? So the Malabar spinach is... Oh. So the Malabar... Yes. This this is made with the seed berry. The Malabar seed berry. So so when that blooms then that vine then will become the spinach that is actually when your when your spinach bolts yes yes that's when it bolts is that uh-huh. so so <clears throat> the berry or the seed itself doesn't really have any flavor it doesn't taste like anything but it gives it this really cool purple pink opaque color and uh what else you have in this gin again 
Prairie Wolf donated their spirits Thank all weekend. Prairie Wolf. Yeah. Prairie Wolf Gin. You got a local honey by uh, Anderson. It's Anderson Honey. You pick it up at. I can smell the honey. Uh, at, at a lot of your local markets. Yeah, it's very uh, sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's honey, honey, uh, gin, honey, lemon juice, mm-hmm. and then windship, uh, windship hibiscus and cucumber bitters. So you got cucumber really, bitters. So you got a cool vegetal bitterness. Go with the honey and go with the garden and go with all. Yeah, uh, cucumber and hibiscus. What? Uh, they're two different ones. You know, hibiscus is supposed to help with like anxiety and stress. Well, that was, a, that, was a, that was one of the inspirations behind these cocktails is uh, Carrera runs a whole uh, a whole health thing and, mm-hmm. and yoga and, and, and I'm not sure exactly what it is. Yeah, but she does a, a whole program that she does with her clients when she's not bartending. And that was kind of part of it. I was like, okay, how do I make healthier drinks? Or, you know, so matcha, matcha vodka, a little bit of sugar. Was super low calorie. This one, the honey jacks it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but it's honey. Uh, but it was, but it was the thought process of the things going into it. Like there's spinach seed. You no, know, it's not necessarily <clears throat> a healthy drink. Claps it. Yeah. <laughs> just spinach. I just bolted out what's, of the yard. I don't know where I thought what, What's the name of your class this week? Well, this is well, this is what you do when your spinach bolts. <laughs> when something when something goes to seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I use All a lot right. of like little euphemisms and stuff in my right. product. In my in my like. My classes or in my you can workshops or when when the spinach bolts. <laughs> when the spinach bolts. <laughs> All right, so we You're didn't welcome. we didn't do this last week <laughs> because I forgot to send the guys my my ten questions that I want to ask. So when nobody got to ask this of Jason Dunnington, but I want to ask you ten rapid fire questions like James Lipton does on the actors in the actor studio. Perfect. My are legs you, are starting to get tingly you, from you, tension, like uh, projection someone being something other than they are i'm just like oh honey you need a hug (laughs) (laughs) what word describes oklahoma city for you what word describes oklahoma city for me what's the first word that comes to mind for you when you hear oklahoma city not oak city hopefully right um who um Uh, just community. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. What music do you love? I love progressive bluegrass <laughs> so much. I thought you were going to say East Coast. Uh, what place do I never wish to go to again? Um, despair. Ah. Mm. Well done. <laughs> if, if the world were to end right now, so if the world were to end right now, what would be your last words? Fuck! <laughs> last call. It's last call. What is it really already? Yeah. We need a trivia question then. Alright. Do we already have two drinks? Really? We're already gonna do this? Yep. Alright, here's your new trivia question. This was kinda lengthy, but what is the name of the mysterious Stonehenge inspired monument in the southeastern United States that is a favorite target of conspiracy theorists? And famous for its apparent advocacy of controversial matters like population control, eugenics, and internationalism. I know you'll know the answer next week. Man, I I could use another drink already. Well, we got the booze.